What up, guys? Welcome to Talking with Tonka, episode 10, live at Wicked Wolf here in Philadelphia, new hotspot. Yeah. Got a little bit of a crowd here. You're live on property. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so for people that aren't here for the podcast, you're going to be listening to a podcast for a little bit. Uh, I'm DJ Tonka. This is DJ Nine. We got Hello. DJ Smooth over here. What up? Uh, feel free to tip your bartenders and all that stuff, your waitresses. Uh, we got $8 Tonka Tees, half-price apps. You want to explain to people that don't know what a Tonka Tee is? Oh, so a Tonka Tee is a black cherry stateside vodka seltzer with a surfside. It's delicious. So you have to buy two drinks to get yeah. one. Yeah, no, it's on special. It's on special. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Technically. <laughs> Technically on special today. You ordered it another day. We got, we got Jules and Talia. Yeah, okay. They gave, us, they gave us the good bartenders tonight. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first episode that we're having a co-host, which is cool. Uh, my best friend, DJ Nine. I'll do my best. Yeah. I, wow. you know, yeah, a little hot. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Deep voice. Hey, Scooter, want to turn that mic down over, the speaker down for us? Thanks. Uh, <laughs> shout out to DJ Scooter. That was a <laughs> surprise visit. I didn't think he was coming. Uh, so today's guest is another good friend, buddy of ours, DJ Smooth. What's up, man? Not too much. Long, long Tuesday today, but yeah. we're here. Yeah. How yeah. was your day? Good? Today was good. I went, actually went to... Uh, Meet with some of the shore accounts. So. Oh, nice. So you were down the shore and back just yep. to do this. I love that. Got you back sound like five. You sound like nine. <laughs> You're like across the country <laughs> and it comes back to do something. <laughs> the summer days are around the corner, oh, man. man. How freaking crazy is that? Oh, my God. It's like, like two months away. Literally. I think, I think I saw something the other day. It was, uh, what, 25 days to, <laughs> to, to uh, June? <laughs> no, we have like two months to Memorial Day already. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like 50 or 60 days. So. Yeah, it's crazy. And then me and Smooth got a shore house this year. I don't think Nine will ever see it. but <laughs> I have a few OD dates I locked up. Montone, what's go. up? Do you hear me? Yeah, couple hey. mon- yeah, I'll be at the OD again a couple times. Hey, shout out to DJ Montone. He's in the yeah. audience right now. You're going to be back on Sundays at uh, the OD? Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. So Sundays at the OD. Or house and... Uh, OD for me and Smooth, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Sundays are always, that's like the best day down the shore. Yeah, like. facts. Yeah. Sunday fun day with a comp. Yeah, so I never was real big in the Sea Isle. I wasn't either until yeah. I played the OD. I went there a few times, like in my 20s, randomly, because a friend had a house down there, but I never knew what it was. Yeah. I never really party party until I actually started teaching. We literally there. would go there, work, and come home. Oh, yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> Literally. OD is the only place I actually like, kind of sacrificed my liver and didn't touch any drinks, really. Yeah, yeah. And you're, then you're really actually, proud of myself. You're behind the bar, too, so it's a little bit, it's like tempting. Dude, you know? the self control I had was amazing. <laughs> how, how was your dry January? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's so funny. So I was, I was always working and leaving. I would never stay in Seattle to hang out or anything like right, that. Right, same. So I, Started hanging out with this handsome gentleman over here. He brought me down to see how once. Look, look at him looking around. He's like, oh, is, is he pointing at me? <laughs> so I, he invited me down. We, my, my first Sunday down the shore. I'd never been down there to party and stuff. Or House Sundays. It was the, one of the funnest Sundays I had all summer last year. We did, well, we did Deauville. Oh, then, yeah, right, then right, Warehouse. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I think, like, being down the shore is just a completely different vibe once summer hits, you know. You, we still spend some time in Philly, obviously, but it's just like a different animal down there. Yeah. Especially yeah. since we'll be working a lot this summer. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it kind of changes the game for us just staying there. Yeah. So were you a big shore kid growing up? I've been going to Seattle since I was like 21, but I always, like you guys, I would just drive home. And then yeah. when I started to like 
fall asleep on my drive home, bro. That was when I was like, I need to just rent a house for the summer. Right. So then, like yep. four years ago, I started renting my. Like, that was home. literally my life. I would start drinking my energy drink at like 1:45, just so I could get yeah. home. It the was one, unreal. For me, the one year I started doing the OD, I would do Bally's Beach Bar first, mm-hmm. and then drive to Sea Isle. Do that. You know, that's like an eight-hour shift with the cover bands and everything. And then I would drive all the way home. So I left my house at nine in the morning to get home at 4:30. After that, when all was said and done. Yeah. So I yeah. did that for until COVID, and then when I started touring with Paulie last year, the OD hit me up for my Saturdays or every other Saturday I was doing, and I was like, I can't do it based off the schedule. <laughs> right. And then literally three days ago, I got a call from the owner, the guy that booked me, a Pomponio, yeah. and the sound tech. I all got a FaceTime, a text message, and a call. They were like, we'll see you this summer, and I was like... I gotta try to make this work. Yeah. I don't wanna skip another season. Yeah, so. no, it's so much fun down there. Yeah. It's like a different animal, man. With the, and especially with all the bands, too. Like, you kinda just play band breaks, too. Oh, so yeah. It's a lot more. Oh, dude, the, the 30 minute sets too. that you have in between, I go off. That's what sucks <laughs> about shenanigans. It's a five hour straight set, no breaks. I mean, I would still have fun with that, though. Well, I'm just saying, it's not as easy as that gig, as I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's right. like a marathon. And when you get yeah. in there on a Saturday, for people that, you know, go to Seattle, it's like, you know, Disney Happy Hour, which people love. I think it's the stupidest thing ever, but yeah. people love it. And then when you, first song you play, it's not a Disney song, you get booed. That's insane. I know, right? <laughs> so I started playing, like, that Lion King anthem. <laughs> and it goes in that house beat, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a great way to transition. Literally. It's the yeah. only way to transition. <laughs> actually, you know, Jimmy Six would probably throw on the YMCA or something. <laughs> I thought Nine, nine up, definitely Jimmy? started that back up. Oh, yeah. A thousand oh, percent. I don't know if I hate it or love I'll it. I'll argue anyone that tries to he did it. Otherwise. He did it the, uh, the clinching game of the NLDS. Remember? I, I, mean, I, I got mean, video of it. 46,000 people doing it. I'd always play that at... Uh, Vesper. Unreal. I always played it at Vesper. I've I played it for really years. I've never seen a bad reaction to it. No. no. I mean, you just got to want to say, screw it. I know it's a corny song to most of us, a but lot, whatever. A lot of the old music is coming back, though. That's Thank you, TikTok. Thank you, Abba, TikTok. We, there's like three songs now that... Oh, yeah. Thank you, TikTok yeah. and DJ Scooter. <laughs> Dancing Queen turned into like a pee break song. Oh, <laughs> dude. That, that's my go-to pee, pee break song or uh, pop that. It's like six minutes. Fair. Fair. <laughs> so, um, DJ Smooth, man, I feel like you're taking over Philadelphia. You got any input on that? Uh, well, I definitely appreciate the compliment. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, over the last couple of months, we've taken over some accounts. Um, definitely couldn't do it without the guys that we have on our team. But mm-hmm. I think there's, there's a familiar art, familiar Arity. Arity with go. a lot of the guys that are working with us. So. Yeah. We've kind of made it where, and no one's exclusive, but there's a lot of guys that, um, you know, are talented, and we've brought on some new DJs recently. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, this is obviously one of our favorite accounts, Wicked Wolf. Yeah, for sure. It's a new hotspot in Philly. Madness on the weekends. Yeah. It's my first. My first gig here is Friday. I can't wait. So, you know, and incorporating all the brunches has been cool. You know, we're trying to build some. I know Eddie's been doing a lot of the Thursdays here. So. I but think yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah. Only, I've only been able to be here on like a Thursday or a Sunday. I've never been here on a Friday or Saturday. What's cool for most people is that being here and everyone loves loving it. There's one in Hoboken that is right. insane that nobody's probably ever stepped foot in, and which it, is like you go in. It's a different layout too. Oh you know? my! Oh my goodness! Because this is this yeah. is a very unique space for Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's upstairs. You got the side room. Yeah. Um, and then obviously right here. But I think Wicked Wolf in Hoboken is more of like one space it's one room mm-hmm. oh yeah it's a small room it's a very yeah, small right. room but 
doesn't matter. What, Still lit. What, what I find astonishing is like when I see like videos of you guys playing on Friday and Saturday is how many people that can fit in this one area right here. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to be right here. I feel like we could probably fit three, four, three hundred people down here maybe in this room. That's mm-hmm. unreal, man. So, yeah. So I know I, you know I, I'm obviously one of your friends, so I know you a long time. But like from DJing at like college and stuff, and like these little rooms, and then playing in big rooms like that, like this, and and for the Phillies too. What's that like for you as a progression as a DJ? How's it feel? It's that it's a great feeling. I mean, it's no secret. You know, I've I've worked hard, but I think. Being able to play in these large rooms and, you know, obviously the Phillies, shout out to Eddie for yeah. the opportunity, but, you know, being able to showcase, you know, my talent and my hard work to a large group of people definitely feels great, you yeah. know, but just continue to keep putting the work in and, you know, good things are happening. Yeah, you can't stop, I guess, now. It's like we're, you're on top of the world right now. Where else does it go? But up. Well, I think what's also cool even working with you, even as a DJ, too, not only just knowing you as a friend is... Starting to work with other DJs, I didn't think I'd ever like even cross paths with. Quigs, shout out to Quigs, you're here. Uh, Nader, I've always known for the longest time. We have a nice little fun backstory from years ago, uh, us tweeting at each other. I uh, met him at Beach Bar with you, when me and you yep. did that ran- one random Sunday yep. down there. So it's cool to kind of like join forces. Yeah, and I think, especially in Philly, like we're bringing a lot of the talented people together, which is always a good thing to collaborate with other DJs. Sure. So, you know... We have a great team, and we're continuing to add people like as the days go on. So. Yeah, it's crazy too. It's like it's it's amazing in this business who you can meet too. Like you never think that, you know. Like we have a mutual friend, DJ Demand. He does weddings, but you wouldn't think to like turn to him to be like a scratch DJ. He's like right. amazing at it. And sure. it's a whole community. Even like just tri-state as a whole. I feel like there's so many talented yeah. guys, you know, yeah. that are playing between mm-hmm. Maryland and you know. Merlin. Merlin. We had this conversation yeah. yesterday, remember? Eddie, Eddie said that you can't say the D, right? Is that before yeah. I fell asleep? Yeah, Merlin. Yeah, yeah, this well, he said, Mar- well, so Marlton, New Jersey is where it started, but, you, yeah. but he said Marlton, and that's Marlton. how I say it. Yeah. Because I'm from Burlington, but we used to say Burlton. Burlton. And it, it throws everyone off. Ray still argues with, argues with me about it. She's so, like, you're weird for saying it like that. Do you say, you say, Mer- you say, you said Maryland yesterday. Maryland, yeah. yeah. I say Maryland. It's before I fell asleep. Yeah, definitely. He was passed out yesterday. But I, so I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna direct that same question to you, like from playing at Rutgers, and then now, you know, opening up for Paulie in these big, humongous crowds. Yeah. What's that progression feel like for you? Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I'm ready for it. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, been DJing 17 years. When I, I've always saw, I've, I've talked about this obviously, but I've always seen Paulie shows and been to them many times to, to be like. I want to be involved in that. Yeah. If it's not me on the billboards, besides him, I wanted to be with him. So when yeah. I actually got the chance to do it, like I was ready to go. Like I knew how the, I knew the, how the layout went. I knew how his parties are like. Yeah. So like I went into it like like that. There was yeah, no sure. no nervousness. I like the big crowd stuff. That's what yeah. I always wanted to play for. Yeah, it's unreal. It's, it's, right. it's, it's I'm more comfortable with larger crowds than I am with smaller. So what's what's it like though? Like play, like planet like somewhere that you know I'm, I would only dream of playing like Hakkasan. I mean, they're not there for me. But no, like, I know that. But, like, but, but, the, but that changes the dynamic of it. So, like, it's more—it's much easier for me because oh, there's no they're just—they're ready. They're ready for Paulie to come out. Yeah. So I can't really go wrong because he's not out yet. <laughs> well, as soon as you come out with his computer, they're hyped. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I remember at the pool. As like, soon as I open up his laptop and they see his name on the laptop skin, everyone goes nuts. You would think Paulie dyed his hair and got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's funny is that he's um, he gets tagged. When I play my first song off of his laptop, sometimes they think, some people do think that it's him, and they'll tag him 
and it's that me, far away and it's and it's me DJing <laughs> but and he'll repost it I'm like dude like you didn't play that like that was me that's fine but how, that's, how far are they standing <laughs> uh, some people are oblivious some people just maybe are the, are there for the hype you know what I mean I don't know I don't yeah. know what the case may be but it's it but it, it's awesome what, yeah for what, sure what, what, uh, what odd things can you say about it you know it's how, just, how long do you think you could realistically DJ for I feel like forever he's, he's been yeah. in his prime for like 20 years I, we, he made a joke not too long ago we were waiting to board our plane and we were talking about how old Tiesto was <laughs> and, we, and we looked it up I think it was like he's in his 50s okay. and I'm like damn that I was like he's like uh, he's like oh yeah God bless him I'm like yeah that's gonna be me one day or that's gonna be me at that age he's like yep me too I'm like yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Paul, he's in, just in his 40s? He's, yeah, he's 42. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's that much older than us? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say that much. I'm going to be 40 this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But, you know, say if what, I can... like two years older than you? <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, three. Two and a half. You know what I mean? What are you, like 26? 30. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? All right, so... Um, so with your... From developing your, you know, your smooth event group now, which was Smooth Entertainment... Yeah. Uh, how was that progression for you going from just booking weddings and now you're booking nightlife, private events, and even more now? I feel like as soon as you changed your name, it like went, it erupted. Yeah, and it, it's definitely been a challenge. You know, I think like not saying yes to everything is super helpful, obviously, too, because we've gotten a lot of inquiries from different places. That- I remember the one smooth event group meeting we had, you said you had 200 inquiries just sitting there because you didn't know, you didn't have the guys like wire. <laughs> No, nah, right? it was, like, felt like, it was like 30 or 40, but yeah, I wow. mean, we, we got probably 25 to 30 wedding inquiries a week. Oh, um, now, is that organic or is that from like the wire, the wedding wire? Or? Website, wedding wire, um, Google. We got a lot yeah. of stuff organically. Wow. But the, the transformation has definitely been super quick. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it's all timing too. Like I think obviously Wicked Wolf opened in December, so that was helpful, but I think there's, you know, a lot of competition in the city, good competition. Was this your first nightlife account? Um, no. No? Okay. I think we so, had some, some stuff at Steam before. Oh, that's then. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So how, how is that side of it for you, like being a DJ and like having to book guys to give her like, I don't know, um, feel bad if you can't like spread the love like you, like you want to or? I try to be fair, but also we're not going to diminish the quality of our company. You know, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of talented guys, but I try to fill the shifts appropriately for who's a fit for certain rooms. So, you know. Yeah, for sure. I try to tell our guys not to take it personal, you know, because obviously with availability and all, I try to fill our schedules mm-hmm. first. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people that are, you know, I'm not going to call it salty because it's not, that's not the right word for it. I think everyone wants opportunity, so yeah. I'm happy to like no. bring on well, talented we all been guys. There. Yeah. We've all been there. But there's know? a lot, like, for example, Kev, Quiggs, Nate, like they're all younger guys coming up in the scene and they can play, you know, so yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's good to see that there's younger guys working on their craft. Sure. You know, we got even Jimmy yep. over there. Like, Shout out to Kurt, man. Kurt has come a, a long way. There's a ton of newer guys that... Kurt's been around for a minute, though. Yeah, but his, Kurt's his skill set is I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Not Montone. Forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when it comes down to it, though, I think eventually there's going to be, and there is right now, there's plenty of business for everyone. Oh, yeah. For yeah sure. Everyone can yeah. eat and, and work. That's what, it, and that, now with the summer coming up, everybody's going to eat. Well, Literally. I think things are getting spread evenly because you're involved in many, many more accounts. Right. I think it's very, uh, for lack of a better term, like segregated or yeah. teamed up so much. Yeah, you know? for sure. I think the right things are falling into place 
And it's kind of like your job to kind of finagle that. Yeah, and and I, think, I, I want everyone. I think you're the right person to do it. Right. But I want everyone to succeed. And like, sure. I'm, I'm not. The ego thing kind of goes out the window because to me, when, when you put a, a solid DJ in, a, in an account on a certain night, if they do well, it reflects back on me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and even on your wedding business, too. So say if you know they want smooth, but you're booked somewhere else, and you put a guy in that you think is going to play like you. Right. So you're hoping that he... You know the the reviews are positive and everything, just like when you would play. Sure, and and the wedding stuff, like, it, it's definitely difficult to manage both because now, a lot of our our guys are taking for they're getting taken for a lot of the nightlife shifts, so we got to we got to keep the wedding stuff quality as well. Yeah, you know, so like can't, he we can't I, diminish I, that. I told him that I wanted to be an MC for his his entertainment company. You know, what I mean, not just a DJ because I love obviously talking. <laughs> That's like a big passion of mine so yeah i'm actually doing a wedding with him on the fifth and i was like of yeah. may and i was like yeah i'm definitely down to mc right nice. i mean some people are afraid to do it oh no. yeah i'm yeah. not it's not like my priority or a specialty i would say i can do it but like tonka mike yeah you Bill, actually all these guys like they've emceed for their whole i think you life. emceed for me once yeah i've done yeah it. yeah I can do for it. sure i just yeah, I think you, I you know me, i'm super dry so it's you're is <laughs> never mind. And so is that something you might want to go into, like booking talent? Besides, like I mean, the the Phillies is enough for me right now. Yeah, and that was the first step. Well, I mean, as a progression, like as you get older. Sh- sure. Yeah, I would if it if I was in a position to be able to do so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it something I'm striving for? No, but if it falls into place, I'm not going to give it to somebody else. I'll take care of it. Yeah, for sure. You know, but is there anything you are striving for for the next five years? Uh. We you think this, about this because it's coming to you. Yeah, I feel like we had this conversation. It was just like, it's been so weird how you don't know how to tell other people what you're, where you're going to be in five years, but it seems like every year, we, we were talking about this, right. every year seems to progress for each other Yeah. as long as you kind of keep it moving and don't fall complacent. And that's what I've always done. Like, I'm more busier now than I ever was last year, the year before, the year yeah. before that. So I, f- I feel like that as a common thing. It's like as we get older and like get more experienced and get in these spots more and more, I'm doing doubles and triples sometimes. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah. well, I'm going to move that question to you now. So where do you see not just Austin, DJ Smooth, but Smooth Event Group in the next five years? So I think for myself, like, and I'm starting to do it now, but I want to travel at least once a month. I, I like the Florida connection's been cool. Yeah. Going to Tampa. Shout out to Five Day. Tampa's been cool. Um, I'm going to to do like DC. Well, I just did DC, but I'm doing Dewey this summer. Yeah. Um, Scooter, what up? Shout out to Scooter. And then, you know, just kind of cycling the tri-state and, and even the East Coast. Like I'm yeah. not not really on the West Coast much yet, but yeah. I'd like to continue to do Florida. Um, and then, as far as the company goes, I just want to. Like contain the consistency mm-hmm. of our guys and all the accounts that we have, you know, and and obviously try to be fair with, you because know, not just Philly but nightlife in general. Like of course, everyone wants us to be there every night, you know, yeah. and all the yeah, the that's top a good, that's guys. A, that's but, a good problem to have, though. Right. Yeah. And it, it, I we I feel like we do a good job of it, but trying to, for example, you know, playing on the same street or playing, you know, in the in in the center city, there's plenty of bars, or and I feel like there's a lot of competition. So trying to manage expectations right. is a big part of so it. So here's well. a question for you. So like Wicked Wolf has a spot in Hoboken, right? So would yeah. you ever want to book for a company that has places across the country? Of course. Yeah, yeah I think nationally it would be great. Um, you know, we're working on some stuff now, but nothing's really finalized. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, and and 
I know that they're the Wicked Wolf and a lot of their restaurants and bars, like they're expanding. I know they're yeah. opening places in other states. Yeah, it was cool to see so. your post the other day. You're like, I'm looking at DJ in like these cities, like right. coming up this summer, and it was like. Man, I really wish I could do that too. And then I looked through, I was like, well, I'm playing three out of those five that you right. mentioned. I was like, oh, that's, you know, I don't really count like going to OCMD or Dewey, like really traveling, but it kind of is. Three hours away. Yeah. <laughs> I took the ferry last summer. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. You could take it from Cape May. So yeah. it sucks to You book. drive from Sea Isle and then you just come right back. Scooter yeah. booked me the week be- weekend before we get our house. Okay. So I, I can't ferry over when I'm done. <laughs> Still, hands down, last summer, despite all the poly shows and all in the summer, all the pool parties, De- Dewey Beach was my favorite night. Yeah. I really? had all summer. I'm looking yeah. forward to it, man. I'm definitely not going to play one of the, the graveyards. The songs. owner looks literally like Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, identical. No way. All right. Scooter didn't let me in. Yeah. It kind of looks like Scooter, too. Yeah, really? A little bit. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of cool doing this live show because we're, you know, we're looking around and we see people. Shout out to Sean Brace. He just came in. He's nice. going to be on the next hour. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I haven't seen you in so long, <laughs> I my know, <laughs> right? So it's cool to, like, we can kind of interact with the people. And it, it is a Tuesday, so shout out to everybody that came out to yeah, support. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, guys. Yes. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Give yourselves right. a round of applause. <laughs> um, so my, uh, my lovely assistant, Grizz, is going to be walking around with some papers for you guys to fill out if you have any questions for us uh, or you want to... You know, a question pointed at Austin that maybe you don't know about him. They, they could be funny since yeah, we all kind of so know each it other. It could also be a topic that you would like to hear us talk about. Um, and then for the next episode, episode 11, we're going to bring Sean Brace on. We're going to do a Philadelphia sports roundtable. So that think about that when you're putting the, 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 the questions and topics and all together because, you know, we still have another hour and a half to talk. Yeah. So, um, so I'll actually, I'll direct that to another question to you, Nine. I know you're my co-host and everything, but this is kind of... He wants. He's named five cities that he wants to travel to. You travel to all these other cities with yeah. Paulie. Mm. Is there any that you could see yourself playing in in the future? Um, yeah. yeah, there's been some talks of me kind of like going out on my own to some of the places that he's already played at. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the a lot of the what's so called they're, they're pretty much called buyers that book Paulie. Um, they do other venues as well okay. in the country. So you get to see the same. You start seeing the same people yeah. that are there to represent him. And you become friends with them and yada yada. So like, there's some things in the works of me kind of doing like a little like little mini nine tour. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I would love that, man. That'd be um, cool. Nine cities in nine days. Yeah. Oh gosh, oh, that'd be sick. Oh, I do that already with him. <laughs> but no, but things like that kind of uh, the nine we'll start, city tour. Uh, Xfinity Live's always been cool uh, with doing like Power Plant in Baltimore and yeah. Kansas City has KC Live. Yep. For those who have never been the Kansas the KC Live, the Xfinity Live in uh, Missouri, where can't. Where, pretty much outside the Chief Stadium, is yeah. unbelievable. It's is gigantic. One, is that the one where he played and it was like the whole middle was open with the other bars were around the inside? Yeah, it's pretty much like Xfinity Live inside with all the bars on each corner, but they all go down one street. It's that's a whole yeah, street. Cool. It's, it, it's the length of a street. Oh, snap. It's like 6,000 people. It's unbelievable. Damn. So yeah. could you see yourself opening up for like a Pauly D kind of guy? Anybody, I mean, yeah. I already yeah. did, but yeah. No, I mean like, like being his road tech, like kind of like... Oh, minus. yeah. I mean... I feel like you get to experience the travel part's fun. It's a lot. Like I, I, I know. I know I'm it's sure probably fun for you in the beginning. Now you probably beginning. Yeah, but yeah I, I think from a logistical standpoint, like Eddie's probably meeting a lot of people. He's learning a lot. You know, being able to hang out with Paulie is probably cool too. So sure, yeah, yeah. Well, that, it was, I guess it's probably beneficial that you had a relationship with him in the beginning. Yeah, it wasn't like there was an ad in the paper for for this job. You Can know? you imagine? <laughs> There's a tryout. <laughs> 
be a lot There's, of applications. Uh, yeah, right. No, I, I, you know, I joke about being tired and stuff like that, but I mean, I wouldn't change it. I, I chose. I didn't have to do the job. You know what I mean? I chose to because I've told another podcast, especially with Kev. Shout out to Kev on the loft. Um, bam, 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 I, I got the Phillies call the day before Paulie called me. I remember that. So I was either going to do the every single Phillies game or go on tour with him. So I was like, let me try to do both. And that's where the, the team got developed. We all joke about when Nine called me with that, I quit my day job and said, oh, I'm going back to being a DJ again. Full, full benefits. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to be a Phillies DJ yeah. for half the season. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> Who cares? So as we're sitting here, I know yours is finished, mine's uh, smooth is finished. I, I'm sipping on. You it's know, like my third one. Yeah, is it? Chris, can we get a, a Tonka tea <laughs> refill? Can we do that? So uh, everybody knows like, I love my Tonka teas, right? But smooth. Do you want to uh, mention about anything you got in the works? First of uh, all, does everybody know this that's actually present in the building right now? No. This, no. Is, all, this, is, oh, a, wow. this is a Talking with Tonka episode 10 this exclusive. A, this is an exclusive. So we had to, we had another reason why we waited to have him on as well. I'm, I'm not going to like spill the beans because I want it to be a surprise, but I'm working on coming out with my own drink um, with, the, with the company, and it'll be by Memorial Day weekend. I'll kind of just leave it at that. Okay. Um, but I'm super excited about it, and you know, it's something that I think will... Be another promotional tool and, you know, something that it ta- actually tastes really good as well. So I love that, man, because there's nothing like a nice, tasty beverage Memorial Day weekend. Refreshing and, yeah, you know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, now we're, we have that big bay, that big bay just to float around and drink. Is there anything, like, developed, like the actual glassware or can or whatever? The yeah, case the can's be? done. I have the design. So. That's why oh, I wanted wow. to ask you. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to do the, the design. You don't do enough? No, no, no. <laughs> it's because I already knew I didn't know if he was going to tell everybody. The can's actually already made. Yeah, the can's done. Love um, that, man. The it's ingredients so are done. So I just so, have to. So once, because I, you know, I'm close with Smooth, so he told me this like months ago. So I, I was like, Stateside makes me make it my, myself when I do their events. They make it, you know, the bartenders here are making them, right? So I approached them, I was like, yo, like, let's, let's, let's bottle this, man. It's obviously working, it's selling. They told me I need to sell a million cans pre-sale. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the most un, un, like, unachievable feat. So uh, if, every, if, if you guys, everybody gets a thousand people, <laughs> just, they keep adding them up, yeah, I, can, I can sell them that many. Can you imagine though? Like we both have our own drink for the summer. It'd be great. That'd be amazing. It'll happen. Um, so, you were one of the DJs for the Philadelphia Phillies group this year. How was that experience for you? This whole um, season. It was good. I mean, I think, like, when people come up to you at the stadium, and it, it it's I'm grateful because it's a super cool gig. Yeah. Um, but being able to DJ for the Phillies, especially them making the World Series, like that was my goodness. Something I've always dreamed of doing. So being able to be in the ballpark with forty thousand people, you know, it's cool. Yeah, because St. Patty's Day is like a couple of days away. You think we are a lucky charm for them, or what? I think That's so. what I, I mean. I they, said it on they Fox. Said, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just the overall vibe in the ballpark was a oh, lot too. better because yeah. they they just had an iPod playing. Yeah, yeah. So they're installing uh, twenty six subwoofers. They had no subwoofers before. So you can imagine Booyah going off with some subs. <laughs> I think our I think our only bad feedback from fans was. The fact that they didn't realize that we weren't doing the walk-up music for oh, the yeah. players. That right? was tough. Yeah. That, that wasn't our job. Well, so they, I, I remember a few times when <laughs> I was playing like a, a high-energy house song, and they would go into like a country song, and people like, yep. turn around and look at me. What yep. the? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> some of the walk-up songs are a little cringy. Oh, and that's oh what, of course. And that's what I hope that we can have a little, like, 
maybe a little programming yeah, thing. Just they because, like what they like, though. Those players. I know, you know. but if like, say a price is coming up and he has like, like a lame country song, can we just play like a like a I Morgan Wallen remix from <laughs> from Scooter? So it's like at least like a country transition. That's true. That's price true. is a little more important than we are. So. Yeah. I Who changed their song all the time? Who? What? Castellanos. Yeah, Bryce, Castellanos. Bryce has a different song for every at bat. I think he's got four. Yeah, he yeah. has Nelly ride with me. He's so white. <laughs> 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 like that was his hip hop version of you know playing something that you know everybody else did. I, who's the one Bryson Stott? That's like super catchy. Forget, oh, uh, oh well, well down. You're gonna put me in this blink world. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Alec Bohm. Okay? Alec yeah. Bohm. Yeah, I think one. that's yeah. Stott. He, he, his was always catchy. People were yeah. singing. Yeah, Alec, everyone's saying that. So, yeah. Alec Bohm's. You guys, you guys think it'll be like sold out a lot more this year? I would yeah, hope so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. standing room for opening day weekend is like $300. I mean, that's always lit, though, too. I mean, and the, I think opening the, day is always The three of us are all opening weekend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six, eight, nine. Yeah. 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 No pun. You should have played on nine. <laughs> you should have played play on the ninth, April 9th. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so is, that's actually Easter this year. Oh, wow. I think what's also awesome, too, is that um, since the organization as a whole was so skeptic of having Fanavision hire DJs, mm-hmm. that it was so successful. Now, you know, we went to that meeting or that first meetup since this World Series, and they, we had all the... We, you, you would assume that we were on the field, right. the way they treated us. You know, yeah. they had such nice things to say. They, they've been super... Like easy to work with too, and like transparent. Yeah. It's been yeah. a good experience overall. Yeah. And that's what I was a little nervous about, because you know, it's like going into a new job, right? So you're talking to all these new people and corporate. everything. And yeah, it's corporate, corporate. shit, man. So it's yeah. I'm like, oh, like when we went to the first thing, I was like, what do I wear? <laughs> like, yes, yes. I was like, yeah. uh, so I just wore golf golf clothes. Hell, I, I was <laughs> I got the first call and I told you to come to my first show, my yeah, first yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And then that was like a whole thing too about taking pictures too. We had to like make sure there was no players in the background and stuff like that. And that was like yeah. a whole thing. But that was like definitely the coolest experience of my life. I think the the moment when I when I thought like like how how grateful I was to be a part of it was when the first World Series game when there was like 500 reporters on the field. Oh, oh dude, my gosh! So yeah. cool, man. Me and we were Scooter doing, got we interviewed were doing by bat, batting practice, and yep. it was like. There were so there were literally much. 500 people on the field. There mm-hmm. were so many reporters from all different, like, they, you, they had, like, Korean stations, Spanish stations. There was so many people. You couldn't even see the players doing batting practice. I mean, it's so yeah. it is, Oh, yeah, you're right. It's a Super yeah. Bowl of, I mean, obviously yep. baseball is a seven-game yep. series. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool to see. I loved how they moved this over to the home side, too. Mm-hmm. And you got oh, to yeah. sit on the dugout for that one picture. Yep. I was, like, kind of jealous of that. I never thought about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't think they I thought it was going to fall through. Is that a fat joke? That's hysterical. Um, so is that funny, Shields? <laughs> yeah, Shields. Is that funny? I don't even see Shields. Where is he at? Oh, there he He's is. hiding. He's hiding. He's a hider. He was doing that yesterday, too. When we came over, he was hiding. He had a long weekend. Yeah. He's good, but as soon as we go to out the E, he's like, bring me back a milkshake. Tough life. <laughs> yeah, it's all tough love for Shields. He needs it. It's you a know? tough life. Yeah, for sure. So you were doing a day job and balancing everything. So when Smooth Event Group, I know me and you had a discussion with it, was that hard for you to like really like break apart from that no i tried doing it yeah like a month before COVID hit yeah and then obviously i had to get another job because we weren't making any money there was no work but yeah i mean i've always wanted to do it full time so i think just kind of being motivated and just going for it it's made a a big difference so i I don't miss the day job at all (laughs) yeah why did that was you know that was like the weird thing Thanks, nine. So before 2019, though, I was Harley Cloudy. I'm just gonna quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) 
so what's funny is that before 2019, I was a full I was a full time DJ, but I always had a part time job just to keep my you know resume active. We'll and quit like, that too. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, <laughs> I would love to. That'd be amazing. But so in 2019, I got offered this job, like being a technology coordinator at a charter school, right? And then COVID hit. So I was like, yes. it's kind of like a blessing. Yeah. Well, no, I was still working. I had to work the whole time. Oh, yeah, you did But I was work, saying, yeah. I got through COVID because I had a job. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of was like a blessing in disguise. And got, then, a, got a five-year plan. Yeah. I'm Sid from uh, Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do, you have, do you have anything to add for Smoothie here? Do you have any questions for um, our co-host? No. I was just, no, I've just been rolling with it. I knew it was going to be super, you know, there was, yeah. no, there was no prep. Yeah. That, I, I don't like prepping. I think. You I know, see him every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on. I see him on Mondays. A lot. Yeah. You got to hang up and hang out Mondays. You know. Do you saying? wear sunglasses while you DJ? <laughs> is that because of my sunglass tan, or is that? <laughs> no, it was actually no. That's funny though. But no, I that, literally that, have that wasn't a, my joke. Full blown <laughs> sunglass tan from from Florida. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. So uh, Grizz Semi gave me some questions that these guys were writing down for us. I'll go through these three here. Um, so this one's for the group. Oh my God! You oh guys God. are savages. Oh God! I, I don't know if I can answer this. I feel bad if I okay. get it wrong. Okay, all right. So, yeah, what do you I think about I'll just that look at these one? first. Yeah. Wasn't that the plan? Well, you were talking. I felt bad interrupting you. Another one to me. Yeah, another one to me. All right, this one's easy. We, we, yeah, so, we'll try, so try to bang these out as quick as possible. Yeah, so some of them are going to be for Sean, too, so make sure you filter Oh, those. okay, fair um, enough. How long have y'all known each other, and how did you meet? So the, smooth, I'm not sure how we met. Was it Mad River? Definitely. Was it? Had to be. So how long ago was that? <laughs> I, think, I think we were playing on the same night, and you were... In the lodge, and I had, I'd come over before I started. Yeah, I, that was a, that was always a thing at Mad River. For people that know, we're talking about Mad River Maniac. They had the lodge and then the small main room. These are funny. Oh, these are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. So how, try maybe five years, six years. Yeah, about that. And then, so <clears throat> you've known Eddie for a long time. Yeah, I've known so. Eddie what? too long. Yeah, jeez, he's like my brother, literally. Uh, we're all, <laughs> he hates two thousand. No, 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 two thousand. Um, nine. Has any so there, we, since we're doing it in front of an audience, does anybody know? Ever, everybody hear the story of how I met Nine? Does anybody know that? No. Okay, so I'll tell that real quick. You're gonna tell it anyway. Yeah, I, I like to talk. You remember? That's why I have a podcast. I love talking. So um, I went through this weird mohawk phase where I was wearing mohawks, and I was like, had a, it was like what six, seven inches off my head. Yeah. And, yeah. It was it was aggressive. And then I did like the Rick Vaughn like things in the side. It was it was a weird time in my life and I didn't really know like what how to dress then you know I was like how do I dress you know well, well, like, I'm pretty sure like Jimmy Six would probably tell me how to dress you know <laughs> be out to him but uh, I used to wear we were at Murmur right he was with a bunch of other DJs I knew mm-hmm. and we didn't know each other yet no I was wearing a collared shirt suit vest and like real tight jeans and some chucks I was really confused about what I should dress. So, <laughs> At least you admit it. Yeah, confused I was about life. I had, uh, yeah, well, not life. I just didn't know how to dress. I, I, I'm a t-shirt jeans guy. So I was like, how can I make this look like punk rock, I guess? I don't know. I don't well, know. Murmur also had a strict dress, dress code, code at the yeah. time. So you kind of had to do like something different. And I got in with Chucks because we walked in, I think, with Aiden Scott or somebody that knew the, the GM there or whatever. It doesn't matter. So nine, first thing he does... Why the fuck are you wearing a vest or something like that? <laughs> and then I was like, "Yep, that's my friend. I used to, <laughs> I'm gonna be his friend now." I used, to, I used to drink a little bit at Murmur. Yeah, who did it? Um, s- smooth. Well, you, you're not done. We're not done with this question yet. What? How did I you meet you, Smooth? Oh, I said go fast with these because there's, there's actually these are all good. I like okay. to go through. Well, we still got, we still got like 25 okay. minutes. You're good. How, but the, that's the that's a good question. I'm not sure how I met you though at I, all. I honestly don't remember. Might have been a Vesper night or something like that. I really don't know. Well, I, I think we had. Like spoke through Instagram a couple times. Like I responded mm-hmm. to similar stuff. Slim DMs. Definitely a Vesper night. Yeah. It's going down the DMs. 
probably came up. It's like, oh, I'm a DJ too. <laughs> <laughs> Can I play the next song? <laughs> uh, smooth. What's the uh, what's the most you've ever spent on a cheesesteak? Jeez. <laughs> Is that a Shields question? <laughs> Looks like Shields is chicken scratch. I I definitely have gotten. Tell uh, me you got the Davio's one. Nah, double meat. I mean, where is the most expensive cheese? There's Steve's, a, probably like $19. Steve's? Nah, there's a gold one in no. Philly. It's like 100 bucks. Well, I haven't eaten it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But, so oh. the most, you, ever, was a, what, you used to work at Steve's. So yeah. for people that don't know, he used to work at Steve's, was that King Prince's Steaks? Prince, Steve's yeah. Prince's Steaks on Conway and the Boulevard. We went there one night. We met up. Oh, man, I was working at Parks, and you're working somewhere. You're like, oh, I'll meet you at Steve's. I was like, dude, that's like a half hour. From I don't care. So we met there. <laughs> you like what you like. And he, we walk in. He's like royalty. They, everybody knew him. Fry cook knew him. Steak guy knew him. I think the only guy that didn't know him was the guy at the cash register didn't know yeah. him. Yeah. He charged so, us full price. Yeah. Bastard. Uh, but he got us free sodas, though. You know the soda guy. But he ordered a Wiz American without. I think, was it a without? Because I got without. But. <clears throat> I'll never get a cheesesteak not like that ever again. That was so you, all, you always order that now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> what do you got next? For all of us, uh, what's your guilty pleasure song right now? Oof. Oh, I'm going to go That's last. A good question. I have mine. Oh, yeah, what is it? I'll go last, though. Oh, I said I was going last. Guilty go go. pleasure. Yeah, he's the guest. We'll let him go first. Your go-to. Uh, so let's change it a little bit. Because I'm trying to think of who sings it. So, so your go-to song if the crowd's really not feeling you. Maybe I'm looking we'll, it up. We'll Definitely ABBA Gimme Gimme right now, I would say. Sure. That's been for a while. Certain edit or? There's like a Sergeant Slick edit. Okay. Probably, Kurt probably gave it to me. Yeah, probably. Kurt is like the oh, musical yeah. genius over there. <laughs> what I did, you're not paying attention, Kurt? Pay attention. You got to turn the speaker up? So mine is, uh, <laughs> mine is Four Non Blondes. What's, what's going on? Interesting. Oh, man. I've been busting that back out. Oh, darn. Now it's on me. Um, don't say Michael Jackson. No, I can't. I, I know I it's a go-to that. for me. Um, to be honest, it's a Two Friends remix of a Blink-182 song, wow. I Miss You. Wow. Yeah, that's like my guilty pleasure song right now. Okay. Um, Tonka, what's the most you've spent on a pair of shoes? <laughs> uh, I actually, I talked about this. Uh, Kev, what episode were you on? Three? Yeah, so episode three, I talked about this. $350 on a pair of Kobe's. That's not that bad. That's not I, I was expecting way worse. I mean, that. considering that's, right now. What, yeah, considering Montone. Hey, Montone said that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, so who spent the most? So I, I got 350 You said eight. You said $800 on it? Wait, you got that beat at all? No? Shoes are like a whole... Did you hit the thousands, really, for a pair of sneakers? No way. I need to get Which that ones? scooter money. Probably the ones he bought you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay. oh, okay. That doesn't count. Mine were expensive because of the size foot I have. And so, going <laughs> off your question, like sneakers are, you know, like I, on my last episode, I don't know if you guys listen to my podcast at all, but so. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, ex, uh, at last episode with David Mai, he was, I was talking about how, like, he has, like, this incredible style, right? And, like, how he matches and does, well, apparently matching is out. So, like, I have to learn how to dress now because matching isn't a thing, right? Because he's like, you have all these shoes. And I always make sure I match the shoes. He's like, well, you should, I want you to try to go out one night and not match the shoes. I don't think I can do it. Because that's like me. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? Do, you? do you do you like do that with your wardrobe? You're just throwing some pairs of shoes on. I wear all black. Well, <laughs> so all the time. Yeah, yeah. but honestly, the what... With me buying sneakers lately, yeah, I like my shirt to have some kind of color form to my sneaker. Yeah. Really much. What about you, Smooth? I know you don't have a big sneaker. I, I've recently, I've dabbled a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I got some stuff for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, you were dripped some out for dunks. Super Bowl. Yeah, sneakers, uh, it's, like, it's so weird. I have to like hold myself back. and like. I always purple. get mine dirty, so then I stop 
That, so he, he sent me a picture Sorry. of a pair of shoes he Sorry. wanted. They were baby blue. I was like, please don't buy those. You're just going to ruin them. <laughs> Let's see. For the group here. Yeah, another group one. When is the real DJs of Philadelphia coming out? Oh, my God. That's definitely Shields or Dan. <laughs> that, is that, who, who, who's, who was that? Is that Shields? He's trying to stir up drama. Yeah, um, okay, next question. I probably should have filtered that. That's tough love, Shields, tough love. Okay, um, for, for the group, how long do you guys want to be DJing for? I'll go first. Okay. Um, it's about and, me. <laughs> well, as things always progress as DJs, you kind of don't even know where you're going to be in like a year or two. You know, you kind of just go by the seat of your pants. You know, you kind of have this thing in your head, this mental note of how you want things to pan out. But I think it'll just happen organically when it's when I stop. Yep. I think it'll just make sense. And yeah, I, I I'm not going to say way. when I'm not going to say when I'm 45. You I'm done. Really I'm put done. a timetable on that, or really anything that you're passionate about. Because yeah. I mean, even if I do one gig a week, like sure. I personally get a lot of enjoyment out of yeah. DJing and playing mm -hmm. music for people. So. That's actually yeah. a good question, a good segue for a question for you. Now that your your event group is moving in the direction it's moving, do you feel like you might get to a point where you're only DJing one night a week because you're so busy doing other things? Um, hopefully, yeah. I would. I would definitely. I mean, I know that you know with some of the restaurants that are opening, you know, we're going to have a lot more projects. I would say. Um, but yeah, I would love to like travel and open some restaurants. Oh, so is that um, something you're also you're interested in? Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff's in the works, but yeah, I would like yeah, to. Everything's in the works with this guy. Sheesh. Must be nice to be. I thought I knew you. I know, right? I don't think I've ever heard you say you wanted to open a restaurant. That's sick, though. What kind of a restaurant can you say? I think just be involved. I don't want to like take on the full. Like a full Let somebody else do all the work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just to put the money yeah, like in, a right? Small partner. It's not okay. a bad gig. So what is it like an actual restaurant or kind of something like this, where it's like a bar or restaurant? I think I'm open to to ideas. It has to obviously have nightlife. Yeah, you know, that would be my role. But yeah, for sure, that's awesome, man. What else you got? What's it like doing a podcast live? To be honest, it's actually really cool. Uh, yeah, I love that you guys are actually engaged and looking. I don't know at if they're bored or if they're just smiling. They're just waiting to get their checks <laughs> boarded out of here. I but, can't imagine it being much enjoyment. But. No, but I, what you know, everybody in this room, I always get you know feedback from, and I appreciate you guys even wanting to come out to listen to us talk. But this is definitely something I want to build and like and like you know progress into doing bigger things. And you know, I got my we got another famous guy down there, Sean Brace. He's gonna be on. The, he's gonna be on in a little bit. He's famous. Look at him. He's I'm not famous. No, that's not me. <laughs> Shout out to Fox Sports, the Gambler. Have yes. you guys ever listened to his show? Oh yeah, on. and I can't wait to talk about it because that's how we met. Yeah, that's how I met him. Yeah, because I was subbing for you one night at PBR. Yep. And then yep. he had me on. Um, what was it like a couple weeks ago? Maybe actually about a month ago, he had me on. It was the coolest experience. People actually <laughs> heard me on the radio. It was so cool. <laughs> um, taking or getting requests. Oh my god, I oh, started that funny. <laughs> taking or getting requests. Um, How's it make you feel? Sorry. Taking or getting requests. I'll go first. Depends how aggressive it is. Wait, right? was that for Smooth or for the group? It's for the group. Okay. Yeah. Can I go first? It's your podcast. Uh, is it my podcast? I thought it was talking with us. Um, so <laughs> it's about me. So I, so I actually had to... <laughs> Do you know that joke's about you? Yeah. That joke <laughs> is about you. I'm making fun of myself, obviously. So I think, I think it was Grizz or somebody brought this up to me about requests. And I was like, I don't mind requests. if the You hate you, them, dude. But let me finish. Everybody in this room knows my answer to that. Let me finish. I know you better than you know If it's yourself. a slow night, I, I encourage it, right? So say if... Oh, wow. It's not true, dude. You think I'm, think I'm lying? Have you guys ever seen him take a request before? He, you would think that they killed his dog or his cat. <laughs> I would say my cat. I don't have a dog. Yeah. 
It's and like it's almost embarrassing and like for them to watch your face <laughs> react to them asking for a song. I'm not I'm not exaggerating for the crowd. Like I see it and I'm like, oh my god, he's being mean again. <laughs> they come up like this. They're like, hi, like you know, in case you could fit it in. That's if I have any knowledge. They no, exist. I'll, I'll turns into the Hulk. But he, but he, <laughs> Eric, 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 I want to just completely roast you right now. Eric likes to talk in red, DJ yeah. technical terms to people that have no idea, obviously, what the hell we're talking about. So he'll be like, oh, you know, the beats per minute don't really match. And they're like, huh? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't really fit in my yeah, set. It doesn't really fit in my but set. But I have had taken requests when it was like a slower night. And like, there's really no, say, but this room, say if there's like 25, 30 people here, I'm going to take requests, right? Because I'm going to keep them here, keep the bar, bar moving and stuff like that. So we'll pass about the buck on it smooth what about you yeah, let's, let's take the attention away from yeah, me my, 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 <laughs> I can feel how red my face is right now I feel like it's burning through my skin so I, I usually don't mind but I guess my one of my pet peeves is like when someone walks up to you and shoves a phone in your face uh, I hate that especially like Dan jokes about it but the bad bunny thing yeah, sure. yeah. Like, sure. I guess that's a trend for the last couple months of course yeah. six months but year longer than that when man. someone comes up to you and like politely asks I have no problem with sure. that but when you know, when you're working and someone just kind of shoves their phone in your face. Yeah, the only condes- con- con- the only condescending thing I say to people is when they shove your phone in the- their phone in your face and they're right next to you when they could just ask you. Right, right. I always say, I always make the joke. I'm like, does your you have a sore throat? Like, why can't you speak right now? Like, I, I say something along those lines, like something wrong with your voice. Like you're right here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I always try to cater to the crowd. So if, if sure. people have requests, what yeah, was the worst request you've ever gotten? Oh gosh. In the middle of a wedding, someone asked me to play a Papa Roach Last Resort. Oh, that's awesome. I would have did it. I would have did it. What? I got full full Done. dance floor. Oh. So full dance floor. What what is that transition you used to do with uh, Papa Roach Last Resort? You used to do something real creative in yeah. your like in your in your party sets. Oh man. I don't remember. It's been a while. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. I gotta bring that back, but I gotta remember what I did. Yeah, nine used to have these party rock sets. They were so great. It was like half hour, just bang, bang, bang. You did. I did it here my first time here. Yeah, my first Saturday here, which was funny because somebody came up to me here, and that was one of my strangest requests. They're like, "Yo, play Headstrong." I'm like, "Trapped." I was like, "Holy shit!" I, I mean, I know it's like an obvious song, but like, I haven't heard anybody ever ask for that. Like, since it came out, maybe. I did it. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I might have played I might have played last resort right after. <laughs> I want to say it was a couple of Thursdays ago you were here. You did like a real like 30 minute like maybe not 30 minutes, but it was like 20 minute like wedding set. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> I was yeah. like I want the playlist cuz this was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I dust some of them all. I actually shocked myself a little bit. Yeah, he was like I had been drinking. Unreal. So this one's actually this question's for DJ9. Will you ever be on the Jersey Shore reboot? Yes. Wait, what? For real? Yes. Oh, damn. Okay. There's no reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe there was. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know. No, there's, a, uh, there's an episode coming up when uh, they go to New Orleans. We're out there, Ray and I. And um, I think the whole time Paulie's DJing, we're in, the, we're in the section with the whole cast the entire night. Oh, so you're definitely going to be on the episode. Thousand percent. So what happens with something like that? Are you signing papers? Like- yeah, you, gotta, you have to go up to like, where they have their whole production area and uh, sign something, get a photo. And all that, so they don't have to blow your face out. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, that must be a pain to try to do that. It was worse when oh, we actually COVID tested then too, and that was only. I remember you were doing. You had to do that a lot. All last summer, really. Yeah, when they were summer. they were filming constantly. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm so Protocols. glad. That, I'm so glad that's over, man. That was yeah. the worst. Look I think some... I had to submit something for Mexico. Is Mexico still strict with that stuff? 
Oh, nice. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Shout Thanks. out to Montone. <laughs> Thanks, Power. Yeah, you were out there not too long ago. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. The gig he does, man. Because even Canada was late on that stuff, too. We were doing that. Uh, we were getting tested, yeah, this past summer. Damn. And then they lifted it. Did you ever, you ever see that event he does in Mexico? Yeah. Montone? That thing is wild. Yeah, dude. They have, like, I feel like half of the top ten artists in the world. Oh, yeah. 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 That crazy. must be the coolest. What's the capacity on that, on that beach like that? 8,000? Oh, really? Wow, it looks oh, more wow. than that. Yeah, it looks like wow. a ton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick, dude. So for people that don't know, we're talking to DJ Montoni. He's one of the... Yeah. Is it OG? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think... What did I say? What did I say? I forget what I called you on my podcast. Oh, yeah, you've been on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, he was on. And uh, that's funny. I think that was the longest conversation I've ever had with Montoni, too. I think that was the longest conversation. Big, big sneaker guy. Um... So I also had something I want to try to get smooth into. I want to try to get him in some other sneakers. In Don't have him fall into your traps, dude, with spending unnecessary money he doesn't need to. I already do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On cheesesteaks? Is <laughs> that a fat joke? <laughs> no, it wasn't a fat joke. It was a money joke. <laughs> Having a good time up here? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Shields at? Want to bring Sean on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to round out this episode. So thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 10, Talking with Tonka. We got, you know, my buddy DJ Smooth, co-host DJ Nine. So uh, we're going to take a short, really quick, short intermission so these guys can use the restroom. We're going to bring up Sean Brace. going to do a little Philly sports roundtable for you guys. And uh, Grits is going to come around with some questions for that episode as well. So if you have any um, Philadelphia sports-related questions that you would like to hear Sean uh, talk about, please let us know. Thank you all for tuning in. This episode for the people listening at home. Um, it's going to come out Thursday, 8 o'clock, and then episode 11 will be posted the following week, uh, so next Thursday, 8 o'clock as well. Thank you all for hanging out. See you in a little bit. Peace. Woo!